do this. Hi, everyone. I am Dr. Megan Miller. And I'm Joe Smith. And this is Wheel Decide Wednesday. Joe, do you want to explain to some of our first time listeners what Wheel Decide Wednesday is? Yes, it is a special segment of the Do Better podcast. This is where every Wednesday we get to spin a wheel that decides what topic we talk about on every Wednesday. So for this Wednesday, we have a new wheel um, with some topics that we haven't talked about yet, some that we have, some topics that are probably brand new. But once the wheel spins and it lands on a topic, we have two minutes and 30 seconds each to talk about that specific topic. Now, if you know Megan and I, um, we like to talk a lot. We can easily take a conversation and make it longer than two hours. <laughs> so this is a way to limit ourselves, but also to have some fun and talk, maybe talk about ABA principles, but maybe share you share a little bit about ourselves with you as well. And then just open the discussion up for uh, further discussion with all our fans. So are you ready, Megan? Yes. yes. All right. Let's spin the wheel. Yes. Oh man, it got cut off, but it's, what are the biggest challenges of working in your current setting? Let me scroll down. What did you give up on and what did you overcome? <laughs> and this wow. was actually, this was submitted to us by Buffy, who's been a long yes. time, I think one of our first listeners of the Do Better podcast. So um, she'll get some swag. And I apologize. I know I sort of mentioned this last week, but for Eric and um, I think we have Eric... Is it Lauren? And Susan. Okay. And Leslie. There we go. <laughs> um, and now Buffy. Out. So we have four people. Um, I'm, I'm working on getting some new swag. So I haven't sent anything out yet. And it's quite possible I won't be able to send out swag until like November or December. But you all are on my list. And I will send <laughs> you stuff once I have the new stuff in. So apologies about that. But uh, for those of you who are listening, if you submit a topic to us and it gets chosen on the wheel you will also get swag sent to you as well whenever it comes in so uh joe do you want to talk about this first or do you want me to go first i know for a fact i went first last week so i'll All let right. you go first this week okay and feel free for those of you who are watching to chime in with your own challenges that you're facing um and like what are some things you've given up or had to overcome all right so my job right now is a little bit different than your typical behavior analytic job. So I'm not really sure where to approach this from. <laughs> I want to connect with people, but at the same time, my challenges are probably not the same as everyone else's. I would say, so for those who don't know, my current setting is really working remotely and creating professional development and trying to disseminate best practices in our field to a wider audience. And I would say that the biggest challenge with that right now that I'm facing is not everyone agrees on what those best practices are. So it seems mm -hmm. like for every several people who contact me and are excited to learn about some of the advancements and humane, compassionate interventions that 
I'm promoting and engaging with, there's at least one person who questions that questions if it's scientific enough, if um, it's in line with previous research, if it's appropriate, like just con is it almost feels constant at this point. Um, and I was actually talking to someone the other day about this, where it seems that like for our time, uh, you have different generational things that are happening. So like when for Steve Hayes's generation, so like older, <laughs> um, you know, you get like the rift between act RFT and like verbal behavior. And then for like Greg Hanley's time, you've got the advancements being made in functional analysis and then traditional analysis. Um, and I feel like for at least my generation, it's it really is starting to seem like there's going to be this rift kind of from like a practitioner researcher that's too broad. It's more about how much you're doing like person-centered planning and really tapping into the, the actual learner that you're serving, uh, people being comfortable with like recognizing what that actually means and not putting their own like biases on there. So that's been a big challenge is like constantly having to try to talk to people about that and not convince them, but just sort of explain where I'm coming from with it. Um, what have I given up? I, at this point, I don't really give up things. It's like, if it doesn't bring me joy, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so I'm at that point in my career where I'm just like, you know, if that's, if that's not bringing me joy, I'll just stop doing it. Um, and that's my time. I don't think I answered all the questions, but I tried. <laughs> hey, that's okay. What's mostly important for, um, this is that you are actually, um, hitting that mark of two minutes and 30 seconds so but no i'll tell you what i love that that um from your um perspective and everything it, it's interesting to see that what's challenging for you is completely different than than my my uh challenges right now so so can i go megan yes of course all right so i'm gonna go all right. So for me, like right now, I'm a newer BCBA in the field. Um, and right now where I'm at currently, the challenges that I'm facing is, where can I go? Um, that I'm facing a lot of different areas that I just haven't experienced before in my life. Just because I was a special ed teacher for 12 years. Now it's a whole new different kind of um, ball game that I'm working in. Uh, it's new lingo. It's new uh, procedures. Uh, before I felt very restrict restricted as a special education teacher. And I didn't have the freedoms to do what I thought was right. I was bonded by all these different types of red tape um, and was told, you know, you can do this, you can't do that. Um, and then it's, it, it, it kind of just met, made me feel like I was very claustrophobic. Now I have so much more um, freedom and just trying to find out how to what's the most effective way of handling certain issues because it's up to me um and be the the most ethical um 
efficient BSB as I, as I, as I can. And in a new field that I, I uh, went to school for, but there's still a lot of things for me to learn. Um, that has been challenging for me. Um, and then the drive time, that, that's a new one for me because I'm so used to going to one place and hey, that's where I'm at all day. Now I'm like here, 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 and I can adjust my schedule as I need to. So that's been an interesting challenge for me as well. Um, what did I give up on? Right now, I think the biggest thing I gave up on is trying to be perfect in my job because I know I'm not going to. Like before as a special ed teacher, I got to a point in my career where I was like, okay, I'm good. I know what I'm doing. And uh, I had a very, and I had great confidence in what I was doing. And my time is up. I didn't hear it beep. No, because I, I was using my iWatch. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I set it for three minutes. <laughs> nice. So I set it for three minutes. Okay, now my time is up. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think all the things you shared there, Joe, are all things that a lot of people can connect with who are working in the field still. Um, and we had talked about potentially doing a longer podcast episode about yeah. this topic as well. So if this is a topic of interest, I think this would be a really fun one to do as a live uh, recording. So hopefully in the near future, we'll uh, have this one on tap as well for a longer discussion. I am curious for anyone who might be listening right now, if you have anything to add in terms of challenges or things that you feel like you've given up on um, in your current setting. I also kind of wonder, we're not going to like talk about it, but just for our own reference, when we record an episode, uh, you know, what are some of the things that like the comparisons, I think it would be interesting, Joe, especially for you to talk about uh, the comparisons between like when you first started teaching and then when you're like now more full-time BCBA. Because I do yeah. think sometimes people, if this is their sole career, don't necessarily recognize that some of the, the growing pains and like issues you, you experience, you'd experience in any professional career. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it's helpful to like normalize that and make sure everybody understands that this is part of having a job. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, it's been kind of really interesting just to see those people that grew up as, uh, I mean, like not grow up, but like just join a, um, ABA as a RBT and then just, you know, develop as a BCBA in the field and then just seeing them grow. But some of their complaints, I'm like, um, you have no idea how good you have it right now. <laughs> um, just because of the school system is not easy at all. And it's not something, um, it, it, I, I, I like having that experience in the school setting. I kind of feel felt like it made me stronger as a pra practitioner, just because in the school system, it can break you too. Yeah. Um, um, if you get the wrong staff or an admin, it, it can break you, so. Yeah. All right, well, I have my next thing happening soon. So we'll go ahead and close out for tonight. Thanks everyone for listening and we hope you have a good rest of the week. Bye guys, go forth and do better. <laughs>